welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. And don't forget to try the new Labatt Blue Light Seltzer Variety Pack. Available at retailers throughout Pennsylvania. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number four, and we welcome in our good friend Dustin Schutte from the Big Ten website, SaturdayTradition.com. Dustin, welcome back to the show. Always great to talk to you. It's always great to talk to you too, Jim. And uh, as we know and as we found out, uh, it never sleeps. College football never sleeps. So there's always something fun to talk about. There, there always is. There really is. And I told you ahead of time, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the Big Ten's new TV contract. They, they're not there yet, but... They're in a window now, or have been, where they could renegotiate with ESPN. And they essentially said, no, we're not going to extend with ESPN. We are going to open this up for bidding, and there's several bidders. But, before we get to that, I'm going to blindside you, Dustin, okay? Oh, boy. <laughs> we Another topic came up this past week that I want to hit you on first. And that's, it became official that they are not going to expand the playoffs until this contract runs out. So it's not going to be until 26. And I think, I think I saw something on Twitter from you, and you correct me if I'm wrong. We've been pointing at the ACC as the ones holding up the expansion. But apparently also there's an issue that some of the conferences in Power 5 want an automatic bid for their conference winner. And Kevin Warren in the Big Ten wants that. And if I read your Twitter correctly, you agree with them. I do. I do agree with him on that front. Um, And I'll try to explain my stance on this as best as I possibly can uh, because I think he makes a valid point. Because first of all, what's the point in a conference championship game if you're not going to have... Um, the winner get into the college football playoff as an automatic qualifier. To me, we've seen this in in just about every other sport, especially on the college level. You win your conference tournament, you get into that championship, whatever it it might be. So on that front, the other part of this is you go back to 2018 Northwestern. Had they upset Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, theoretically, they would not have been in the college football playoff. And I think why the SEC doesn't want to do that is because if you look at the SEC, typically how the rankings work out, they might have three to four teams in that top ten. And when you look at a 12-team format, if lowly Northwestern at eight and four swoops in and steals one of those spots, then that knocks out one of those three or four SEC teams potentially. So I understand the argument from the SEC side. Why should a let's say 10 and 2 Florida team get bumped for an 8 and 4 um, an 8 and 4 Northwestern team solely because basically they got you know quote unquote got lucky and maybe beat Ohio State and get in so in my opinion I wanted to see expansion as badly as anybody else I think the sport desperately needs to go to at least 8 teams I think 12 is a great number especially when we're talking about potentially hosting an on campus game getting teams buys uh, I wanted to see it as badly as everyone, but I do think that a Power 5 champion 
deserves to be in no matter where they're ranked, no matter what their record is. So I'll commend Kevin Warren on digging his heels in on this one. I understand what you're saying, Dustin, but now can I tell you why you're wrong? (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) First of all, I get that point, and I think I would prefer conference champion being in. If that's what's holding you up from... There's like half a billion dollars out there. There's all these great playoff games for us, the fans, to watch. If you're the ACC, the Pac-12, the Big 12, who, as long as there's only four teams in the playoff, you're probably not even, well, the Pac-12 and Big 12 may not even sniff the playoffs until they go to 12 teams. And if you're the Big 10, where lowly Northwestern didn't come close to winning... And if you're in the West Division, where the lowly team might qualify to get to the championship game, history tells us they don't have a prayer anyway. And if the absolute worst-case scenario is lowly Northwestern sneaks into the Big Ten championship game because they're playing in the sucky West Division and upsets Ohio State, 11-1 and Ohio State, who becomes 11-2, and well, you end up sending Ohio State to the playoffs anyway. And, and, just to add to this, the fact is, you know, and you maybe use this as your point of contention, if the Big Ten gets rid of their divisions anyway, a Big Ten championship game is going to be against, you know, two good teams, so there won't be any team from the West in there anyway, right? And that would be... No, that was going to be a a point to make, too. So people who are – and I don't know whether you realign the divisions. It sounds from what Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith said. It's either going to be they're going to eliminate the divisions or they're going to keep the status quo. There will be no reshuffling or realigning. So to your point, Jim, it's interesting to me that Kevin Warren has kind of hung up on getting a Power 5 conference champion an automatic bid, but – it doesn't seem like the Big Ten is moving in the direction of eliminating divisions. It, you probably are going to have to sacrifice one of those two things, and if you're able to do that, then I think we get to the 12-team playoff. So I don't disagree with the, the point about the divisions because there is – we've seen – there, there's no balance there. We, we know that uh, in terms of having the best teams always being in the East. So I would agree with you on that front, but – in. The idea of a conference champion getting in is where I would dig my heels in as well because I think that is what how it should be operated. Otherwise, why are you playing the championship game? One could even say eliminate the championship game, and I would sacrifice that conference championship game for expanded playoffs. And in the worst-case scenario, you know, as you described, if lowly Northwestern had upset Ohio State, but Ohio State still goes to the playoffs and Northwestern doesn't, Is that really the end of the world when you compare it to, like I said, over the next two years, probably half a billion dollars and all these wonderful playoff games that we're missing out on? So with that said, Dustin, how about we switch over to the topic we were supposed to talk about? (laughs) That sounds good to me. On the good news front for the Big Ten anyway and all their member schools, their contract is coming up for renewal shortly. They had a window to renegotiate with ESPN, and they essentially said, you know what, we're better off opening this up, all parties, and the timing is such, and credit to the Big Ten, they signed a shorter-term 
deal which now expires so are there not a lot of players who are going to be bidding for these tv rights yeah absolutely i mean we've seen nbc come in with with some of these uh you know potential offers nbc cbs wants to get into the mix because of course cbs is kind of losing their deal with the sec so it's been a very interesting few days. It's the, the rumor is it's upwards of $1.1 billion that could be negotiated on an annual basis. That's basically triple what the Big Ten is receiving now. I think they're receiving $440 million basically through their deals with ESPN and Fox. So you're basically talking about tripling the amount of money you're going to bring in annually. That's an incredible market. And, and I want to point out, too, that a lot of people gave me flack for when Ohio, or when Oklahoma and Texas were joining the SEC in this power conference. But I consistently stood behind the message of don't count the Big Ten out because continually the Big Ten has the biggest stadiums and gets the best attendance. It usually has the most watched games on those networks, Fox, ESPN, ABC, whatever it might be. Look, Jim, the bottom line for this is the Big Ten of the 15 most popular alumni bases. The Big Ten is home to nine of those. And you look at the power programs in the Big Ten, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State. Those are all five teams that have won the Big Ten championship game since the since we've in the 10 years of having a Big Ten championship game. There is a high demand coast to coast among a wide array of people for Big Ten football. I think that Jim Delaney was a great business person, and it seems like Kevin Warren right now, as much grief as we've given him over the past couple days, he's done a really good job at at marketing this thing up to get into the billions annually, even with Texas and Oklahoma shifting over to the SEC. Well, I've never had an issue with uh, what you're talking about as far as the Big Ten being an attractive TV product. And, you know, the last thing in the world I will ever want to do is give Jim Delaney credit for anything. (laughs) Sure. By doing the shorter-term deal, did he not, I, I don't want to say bet on himself, but he bet on his conference, the Big Ten, and its popularity by not doing one of those 10-year, 12-year type deals. They are now set up. They're, they're in the driver's seat, because you, and you mentioned them. NBC, they have Notre Dame, but what they love to add the Big Ten CBS is losing the Southeast Conference. Wouldn't they love to have the Big Ten? And you still have Fox and ESPN out there. Yeah, and and it would be interesting. You know, the Big Ten is going to do something with Fox. That's what owns the Big Ten Network. They're absolutely going to keep that relationship alive. ESPN, Jim, is the interesting thing to me because to keep an eye on. Can you imagine a conference not having a single game on ESPN or any of its member networks for an entire for for years. I mean, that would be you talk about the worldwide leader. That would be a crazy thing um, to just like that's just something that baffles me. I just can't imagine not turning on college game day and then immediately going into a Big Ten game or, or having the ABC primetime game. But if you don't have a deal with the Big Ten. You're kind of up a creek, and and I think that ESPN would regret that, even though they're going to have a very lucrative deal with the SEC. Uh, Again, the Big Ten is doing great work here, and and one thing I have to harp on because people hate the fact that the Big Ten plays nine conference games, I would prefer that they play eight as well, but that's a big reason why the Big Ten is worth $1.1 billion because – 
13 of the 14 teams last season played at least 10 Power 5 opponents. And the one team that didn't, Indiana, played Cincinnati, which went to the college football playoff. So not only do you have the wide fan bases, the big alumni bases, you are playing nine Power 5 opponents, or excuse me, you're playing 10 Power 5 opponents every single season. That's an attractive quality to a lot of television networks. ESPN, Dustin, has the situation where they were always the worldwide leader, as you mentioned, but has our world changed a bit where before you'd leave ESPN on all the time? I don't think I'm alone in that. The only time I turn ESPN on now is for a live game. So would it really matter to me if that live game were on Fox or NBC or CBS? Would I care? I don't think so because the the one thing that ESPN had on everybody was it was the focal point of sports and it was so far ahead of the curve, you know, in providing the analytics or providing certain graphics. Now all of these networks, thanks to technology, Fox has those same capabilities, NBC, CBS, all of these networks have these same capabilities that ESPN was leading the way with, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. And so I don't think that the network matters. And again, we used to go on SportsCenter every single day, and the games we used to miss, we'd go there, sit, and watch the highlights. Now you can get that on your phone. You can type in, hey, what happened in that Auburn-Penn State game, and I can get a five-minute video on YouTube. So ESPN, while it's still the worldwide leader in sports, it does not have a stranglehold on the sports world like it once did. You're exactly right. It just does not have that same monopoly. All right, Dustin, that is going to be it for our show. Thank you all for listening, and be sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross-check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hearty souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.